Hey ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Ladies, welcome to another week of the No Higher Calling podcast. Um, looking forward to chatting with you today about freezer cooking. So I've done several different kitchen-themed episodes, a um, lot of hospitality. Obviously, that is very much central to the kitchen. Um, but I've done some specifically, um, we did meal planning, different things as we're kind of working through the kitchen. And I'm trying to kind of intersperse some of these kitchen topics through throughout the slew of other topics that I love to cover with you all. Um, But today we're going to talk specifically about freezer cooking. And I've really enjoyed preparing for this episode because this is something that I'm trying to implement more and more in my kitchen. Not only am I a busy mama with three little ones, but I am about to be a busy mama with four little ones. And as I am in the nesting and preparing and getting ready for the arrival of a new baby, um, freezer cooking is an area of my kitchen where I've really been trying to think through, like, how can I set myself up for success, especially in that postpartum period? Um, But whatever period of life that you're in, I think freezer cooking is something that can be beneficial. Um, There are many different reasons why freezer cooking can be helpful. You know, we all have busy seasons, whether that, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Busy seasons come, busy seasons go, Um, but some seasons tend to be a little busier than others, and it's so nice to know that, hey, I don't have to worry about dinner, I have something prepped and in the freezer, I can pull it out, heat it up, and we are good to go. Um, If you have a new baby, it's great when you are in those postpartum days and all you want to do is sit and hold a baby and rest and recover. It's great to have these meals that you can just pull out and your family's still eating delicious home-cooked food. You just didn't have to slave away in the kitchen and prepare it that day. Um, If you have a busy work schedule, I have a lot of friends um, that might not even be mamas, but they're just busy wives and they work outside the home. And, you know, when you don't get home until four, five, six o'clock, and then all of a sudden, you know, by the end of a work day, you're home, you're in that transition period, and you have like an hour before you have to get dinner on the table for your husband or for your husband and your children. That can be a little stressful sometimes, thinking through what what can I cook that is quick or that doesn't make me work all day and then slave away in the kitchen all evening. So insert freezer cooking. That's where that can be so helpful. Um, If you're trying to eat healthy, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit extra to plan healthy meals. Um, I know even just in our breakfasts, I've really over the past couple months been like overhauling our breakfast menu options. Um, And that needs a whole episode to itself. Um, Maybe that'll be the next kitchen one that I dive into is how breakfasts look at our house. Because that's really been an area of the kitchen where one, we love breakfast food. Like 
every Brazzle in our household wakes up and wants to know when's breakfast. Two, it, I've realized the importance of getting a really nutritious, um, filling breakfast in the morning that carries us longer throughout the day. We don't do a lot of snacks, even with my little ones. I really don't do a lot of snack food, kind of multiple reasons for that. One, there's just a lot of, the majority of snack foods are not really super great for the kids or they're filled with sugar or all these things that just promote, um, extra energy and (laughs) that, that buzz. And I don't really need that in the middle of my morning. So I've been trying to work on this area of breakfast. So if you're trying to eat healthy, um, it can be good to, as you're kind of doing some research, as you're collecting recipes, just tackling and saying, Hey, we're going to, just make up these recipes and have these in the freezer so that I don't have to think about it and plan quite so much. Um, you know, I'm thinking we've, we've frozen some different like egg casseroles, um, muffins, different things like that. And all of those have ingredients that like, okay, I got bananas that are going bad. So I'm just going to make up a double batch of, you know, banana nut muffins, um, whole grain banana nut muffins, or I've got some peppers and onions that I need to use. So we're going to make up an egg bake and then I can pop those in the freezer and I know that healthy breakfast options are in there ready to go for a day when it's chaotic, Um, but they're also healthy, and I've been able to use up some of that produce before it goes bad. So those are some different reasons that you might freezer cook. Another thing that is very helpful is in the area of hospitality. You know, it's so nice to be able to have these freezer meals in there. So when somebody says, you know, hey, so-and-so is sick or so-and-so just had a baby or so-and-so had a death in a family, it doesn't like totally alter your weekly menu plan to think, okay, well, I have a crazy week, but I really want to minister in this way. How can I like finagle taking a meal to this person? Because I've been there. There's been times where it just, something comes up and I want to minister that way. I want to provide a meal for somebody, but in the midst of my own week and my own demands, I, I just can't. But if I know, hey, I have a couple of lasagnas frozen in the freezer, I can just grab one of those out then we're good to go. So those are some different reasons why you might want to freeze or cook. Now, I will be honest, this is something that I am just starting to get into more. Um, It's not really something that we growing up that my mom did in the home. Um, It's not really something that I have done very much in my marriage just up until recently. And it's really like breakfast has been the first area where I've tried to prep ahead and do that. Um, And then as we prepare for this new baby, I'm trying to do it even more so. Um, But I will say probably the best experience that I had with kind of like batch cooking, freezer cooking, let's just have a cooking day, cook up a ton of stuff, get it in the freezer, was a couple years ago. So if you've heard some of my family's story um, throughout this podcast, um, you'll know that my Mom wound up leaving my dad and my two younger siblings. My dad drives tractor and trailer truck for Walmart distribution. So he's gone like five days at a time. And she would always prep ahead meals for him, have them in the freezer, and then he could just pull that out. And then he he wouldn't eat out on the road. He would just pack a cooler. He had like a little, he has, he has a really nice truck. He has like a mini fridge and his truck and a microwave and all of this. So that's what he would do for meals. And it saved so much money. Um, so when she left, he kind of burned through what food was already stocked up. And then there was a period where he was really kind of struggling 
to do that himself on top of everything else that was completely chaotic going on in our family at that time. So I told Simeon, I was like, I am going to go up to my dad's. He's like under two hours from me. I was like, I'm going to go up to dad's and I'm going to tell him if you can watch my kids, which at the time I think I had Eden and Knox. Knox was like a baby. I was like, if you can watch my kiddos for half a day, I will stock your freezer with meals. So we traded and it worked great. He had fun with the grandkids. And okay, so I am a planner and no, not everybody is. And if if I start talking about this and it like overwhelms you beyond imagining, you don't have to do it this way. There are so many ways that you can freezer cook and I'm going to get into that. But I am a planner and I love to just like obsess over all the details. So I knew like a couple weeks before I was going to go do this that I was doing it. So I started like, okay, I had a crock pot. He had a crock pot. You know, how many things could I fit into the oven at one time? Like I was just thinking through my different like cooking situations because I had to cook the food first. And then he had all of these, you know, storage container like little meal trays. Okay. So I'm thinking through like, okay, this needs to cook for this long and this needs to cook for this long. So I can have two crock pots running with, you know, soup in one and some type of meat in the other while I have, you know, a lasagna and something else going in the oven. So I'm trying to like think through how can I maximize the amount of time that I have because I didn't have, you know, I had a day to invest into getting him as many meals as possible. So I kind of worked through that, looked at my favorite recipes, saw what fit, what, you know, hey, okay, if I cook this in the crock pot on high instead of on low, then it can be done in three hours. So, you know, in six hours time, I can have, I can use, utilize that one crock pot twice, basically. So I did all of that, got my menu plan. Then we did a grocery shopping. I told him, I said, this is everything that I need to make your meals. Now he does not online grocery pickup. I have not been able to convince him. So he probably went to the store and bought it all himself. Um, I would have just, as I was going through those menu plans, I would have been putting it all over onto a list for grocery pickup and just that would have been very simple for me. But anyway, he got all my groceries. So I show up bringing my crock pot, bringing a couple pots and pans. And I had the most fun day just cooking away in his kitchen. And really like it, it almost became this game that I played with myself. Like how many meals can I make for him in this amount of time? And I, I cannot find the picture, but I took a picture at the end of the day. So I made, you know, like, I don't know. I maybe made like eight or nine different like dishes, you know, whether it was crock pot or lasagna or whatever. And then I portioned all of those up into meal size portion in his little meal trays. And, you know, I, I had, he had canned vegetables and frozen vegetables and just different sides. You know, I'd do like a, a big thing, like a double batch of mashed potatoes or, you know, I threw some baked potatoes in the oven. So I was able to kind of like mix and match all of that together. And I think we made, oh my goodness, him and I counted. I'm trying to think this has been like four years ago, three years ago, maybe. Um, I think we made like almost a hundred meals for him. And, and it was so much fun to like get to the end of the day and be like, whoa, look at this dad. So he had a regular refrigerator. Actually, I think he might've had two refrigerators, maybe just one at the time, Um, but he had a deep freeze. So we just stacked that thing full of all of these meals. And that lasted him for like months. I wound up going up again 
in doing it for him. And, you know, a couple months later, once he kind of burned through those, so I, I did this twice and I had a blast both times. Um, then once he kind of burned through all of that, my sister took over for a little while and then got broad. Uh, brought my sweet stepmom into his life and then she's taken over and I haven't had to do that since but so that was like the first time that I had ever kind of done any type of like batch cooking slash freezer cooking but it was so much fun and it was a really good introduction to what it could look like and how it could benefit because yes it was so much work on that day and then prepping but as long as I like strategized, okay, well, you know, these crock pots are going while this is in the oven, you know, things like that. Like it actually went really, really smooth. And then, you know, the nice thing was he didn't have to think about food for months. So yeah, it was a little bit stressful for a very short amount of time, but then it was months of like, I don't even have to think about food being on my radar because it's done. And, you know, okay, so, so what, can, what are some of the benefits of freezer cooking? One, it saves cleanup. You know, if, if you are that mom or that wife that comes home at the end of a work day and you're tired and, you know, you don't want to slave away in the kitchen. Hey, if you pop, you know, a, a frozen pasta or something, you know, soup that you've already prepared or something in the freezer, um, you know, there's all of these, you can look on Pinterest, there's all these like crock pot dump meals where, you know, you put the meat and the veggies and the sauce and whatever, and then you just dump it in the crock pot. But because you've like prepped all of that ahead of time, then in that busy moment, in that busy day where you're tired, dinner is covered and there's not very much cleanup because you've already pretty much cooked everything. You're just reheating or dumping it in a crock pot or something like that. So it saves on a lot of cleanup. It also saves time. And I shared a little bit of that in some of my cooking with my dad. You know, there is an initial chunk of time that you have to invest in actually preparing, but then there's so much time after that, that you can go that you don't even have to really think about it because you just did it on the one day. Now, if you're listening and you're like me and you have little kids, you're thinking, how does she have the time to do something like that? Um, it varies depending on season of life and what we have going on. You know, I, I hadn't really been in a season where I needed a lot of freezer meals. Like I said, I really was leaning in heavy on breakfast because that's been an area that I've been tackling in my kitchen. But as far as beyond that, I hadn't really been doing too much of it, you know, so it was easy to keep up with some breakfast stuff. Now, as I'm preparing for a baby, I'm leaning in a little more heavily, but you know, I, my mother-in-law watches the kids one day a week. So that's a huge blessing. I might just set aside Thursday is going to be my cooking day where I just take that whole afternoon that she has the kids and I invest four or five hours into getting this done. Yes, it's a lot of work, but one, I'll be listening to an audiobook, So like killing multiple, multiple birds with, you know, one stone. Um, but then also it'll be done. It'll be done. And then I'll have all of these things stocked up and it'll be a huge blessing. So that is one way. Um, or even, you know, if you don't have like a whole day to devote to this, you know, just maybe finding hour chunks. Like, okay, I'm not going to prep 30 meals today, but I'm going to, you know, like I said, make a double batch of muffins and freeze that up. And then, hey, I have, you know, several dozen muffins sitting in the fridge that I or sitting in the freezer that I can pull out as needed. Um, so it does save time. 
It also saves money. You're able to buy things in bulk because you're cooking in bulk, If you, especially if you do like a cooking day. Um, you know, when you have a busy day and you come home and you just want to crash and then you're like, oh my goodness, I got to get dinner on the table. Instead of being like, well, I guess we're going to have to go out to eat and spend, oh my goodness, it's, it's crazy. Like my family, so there's Simeon, me, Eden's five, Knox is three, Ivy's one, and then bump. So I don't know, maybe I get like one and a half portions of food, but just for our family with like three small children, it easily costs us like $50 to go out to eat. And that's just at your like average restaurant. That's not even like the nicer, fancier places. It's outrageous. It's so expensive. So having these freezer meals, I can come home and be like, okay, it's been a crazy day. Just the other day, we were out. We ran around with Mamaw, had fun all day, and I came home, and I was like, I, you know, I, we could order a pizza and spend $40 on two delivery pizzas, or, you know, I had this prepped and ready in the freezer. I can pull it out and stick it in the oven, and we're good to go. So it saves money. Um, then let's transition into talking a little bit about, so how, what are some different ways that you can freezer cook? Because like I said, maybe that one huge day is overwhelming and not your thing. Well, there's several different ways that you can do it and no ways right or wrong or better. It's just everybody's different and you have to do what works for you and your family and your kitchen. Um, but probably the easiest way and the way that I started with is just making double batches of things. So, you know, if I'm going to make lasagna, I'm just going to buy double and make two lasagnas. We're going to eat one and I'm going to freeze the other. Um, a lot of times with soup, I will, so Simeon doesn't like soup. My kids really like soup, but the, the kids and I can't eat like a whole crock pot full of soup within a decent amount of time. So usually what I do is we'll eat like half of the crock pot and then, okay, so I got these amazing things called super cubes, S-O-U-P-E-R cubes from Amazon. And I think, so it's this little like plastic tray and it has four rectangular compartments and I believe each one holds a cup, maybe two cups, I'm not sure. I'll link it in the show notes. But you can just dump your soup into these little like compartments, pop the plastic lid on it, stick it in the freezer, and then when you want to take it out, the, because it's like a, a silicon, you can just pop the soup, pop the frozen rectangle of soup right out, and it's already like portioned out into perfect sizes that, you know, I don't have to like unthaw a whole half a crock pot full of soup. You know, I just have these nice sizes. So I use that a lot for freezing soups. Um, I use it a lot for, I've been doing some bone broths. Um, so I'll use that to freeze up my bone broths, but just making double batches. You know, when I'm making breakfast, when I'm making muffins, we're just going to make extra. Um, there was a while where I was making a lot of waffles. And so I would do a double batch of waffles. We'd eat one batch and then I'd freeze the other batch. Um, so just some things like that. Like I said, this this really comes in handy again with hospitality. When you have a lasagna or you have something frozen ready to go that you can pull out quickly. Um, another thing that you can do, another way that you can do it is just to make like staple things. Um, so I tend to do this a lot with like ground beef. So sometimes I will just get like three pounds of ground beef, fry it up, put taco seasoning in it. And, you know, we have three meals worth of taco meat ready to go. Cause usually like a pound equals a meal. Um, so I'll do that a lot of times or I'll do up 
three pounds of ground beef and put in, you know, my garlic and oregano and basil and have that ready to go for, you know, spaghetti or lasagna, pastas like that. Um, I oftentimes I'll do up a big batch of meatballs and then just put those in a bag, stick those in the freezer so that whenever we want to have spaghetti and meatballs, I can just pull out a couple of those meatballs and thaw them. Um, also I tend to do this sometimes with whole chicken and turkeys. So after Thanksgiving, turkey went on sale. So I bought like two turkeys and I wound up just cooking them. And (laughs) thankfully, Simeon helped me like pick all the meat off the bones because that's something I don't know. I'm just, I'm not very good at that, but he is, he can clean those bones. (laughs) So we picked all the turkey and chicken off the bones. I portioned those out in baggies and like that was such a, a huge help in my kitchen because then as I made soups, as I made, um, you know, quiche, as I made, oh goodness, I'm trying to think like if I wanted a chicken pot pie, well, the chicken's already done, cooked, portioned in a baggie, exactly what I need. I can pull it out. Casseroles, anything like that. Um, that has been so helpful to have that chicken and turkey already cooked and portioned and ready to go sitting in my freezer. Um, then probably the last way, is to have one of those cooking days. Now, you could do a couple hours and just tackle a few breakfasts. You could set aside like, okay, daddy's going to take the kids on Saturday and they're going to go do something. And so it's just going to be my cooking day and I'm going to prep for a whole month or, you know, whatever. Um, And the nice thing about freezer cooking is sometimes like I thought like, oh, okay, well then all that we have... The only options that we have of stuff to eat is stuff that's in the freezer. You don't necessarily have to do it that way. I mean, you can you can prep your meals and freeze them and then just eat what you've already prepped ahead in the freezer. But if you want, you can intersperse that too. Because sometimes, you know, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't really want like a frozen casserole. We want a grill or fine. So like, okay, two nights this week. I'm going to say freezer meals, got it covered. You know, okay, Wednesday's a busy night for us. We have church on Wednesday. We have to get there early because my kids are in choir. So maybe Wednesday's going to be a freezer meal. And then maybe, you know, we have something else going on on Friday. Friday's going to be a busy day. So that's going to be a freezer meal. But then the other meals, I'll, I'll cook those nights because I have more time. So again, it's limitless how you can make this work for your family. But the last thing I want to talk about is just prepping. So, okay, I I want to do this. I know it's going to be beneficial. I know it's going to help me in the long term, even if it is a momentary investment of money and time, but it's going to help me long term. So how do I need to prep? The first thing is really planning. And again, like I said, I'm a planner, so I really like thrive in this area. And some people are not, and they're like, oh, this is like pulling teeth. But to have like a successful freezer cooking, especially if you're going to do a freezer cooking day, I would say plan. Because the last thing that I want to do is set aside, you know, four, five, six hours to invest in my kitchen. And because I did not plan well, only have a few things to show for it. Like if I'm going to invest a whole day, I want to be like the day that I'm at my dad's where I could say, look, you've got a hundred meals. This is how many days it will feed you. Voila. Look at that. So that's what I want in my freezer cooking. That's what I want out of my freezer cooking day. I, you know, I'm a busy mom of little ones. I've got to maximize that time. So like I I, I need the crock pot going and the oven going and the stovetop going and all of that going so that I can make the most out of this. Um, so 
That means I'm going to have to meal plan. I'm going to have to menu plan and see what can I utilize? What tools do I have in my kitchen? How can I best disperse things so that I can accomplish the most out of what I have to work with. Um, Then you're going to have to plan the grocery list. Nothing is worse than doing all of this work, getting your plans, setting aside the day, getting there, and then realizing, oh, I forgot that I need to get this, or I forgot that I need to get that, because then you're either scrapping that whole dish or you're having to run out to the grocery store, which cuts into your time. Um, So again, that's where I would do grocery pickup. So as I'm doing this menu plan, and this is how I menu plan for like normal life, not just freezer cooking, but as I am thinking about my weekly menu plan, I also have my Kroger app pulled up, and i like, okay, we're going to have you know, we're going to grill out burgers. So this is everything that I need for that. Put it on my grocery list. Okay, next. We're going to have this meal. This is everything that I need. And that's just how I keep track of it so that I can easily just put that order through, pick it up, and have everything that I need good to go. Um, Then beyond that, you need to organize. So organize your freezer. Most of us do not have multiple refrigerators and huge deep freezes. If you do, awesome. I'm jealous. Utilize that to its fullest potential. Um, But I just have one skinny little side-by-side freezer in my refrigerator. So in order to do something like this, I really have to think it through. Like, how can I get everything to fit? Um, You know, so I'm like, okay, we're going to put things in Ziploc bags. I just did a bunch of spaghetti sauce the other day. And I was like, I'm going to have to freeze this flat. So put it in the put it in the Ziploc bag and then lay them flat so that it f- freezes in like a thin, you know, little square, I guess, chunk. Um, but then I also realized that all of the shelving in my freezer is has like slats in between. It's just like little metal, little metal like bar slat things. So I realized that I need to set something flat underneath those bags because if I put the bags in there, like the spaghetti sauce, for example, while it's liquid, it starts, the weight starts to pull it through those little metal bars. And then when I go to get it out, it's like frozen into the shape of it sinking through. So that was another thing like, okay, Now I know for future reference, I need to have it laying on something flat. Um, But organize your freezer. Make sure that you have space. This is a good time when you're doing this freezer cooking to be like, okay, I have a whole chicken in here that's been in here forever. Or I have all of this ground beef. Or, okay, here's all these vegetables. What can I use out of what's in my freezer to cook it and then be able to put it back in as a meal? So trying to clean out that way. Same thing with your pantry. As you're meal planning, as you're figuring out your grocery list, when you look in your pantry, look in there and think, okay, so this is what I have. You know, if I have all of these cans of of vegetables or beans or, you know, all of these pasta noodles or things like that, I need to utilize these and use up stuff that might just be sitting in there before buying new things. So I try to organize, try to factor all of that in. Um, And then just kind of stocking up on some things, making sure you have the supplies that you need. I usually just freeze things in either containers that I have on hand. I'm trying to switch it all out to glass. 
Um, and I know you got to be careful with like freezing glass and all of that, but so far so good. So I will use that. Um, I do use a lot of like Ziploc bags for things. I make a lot of pizza dough up in batches. We love homemade pizza at our house. So sometimes I just do a huge like pizza dough day and have that going and rising throughout my day. And as I get pockets of time, I'll, you know, go back and check it and freeze a batch and start a new batch. Um, but I just wrap those up. I wrap the dough ball in some saran wrap, stick it in a Ziploc, and then stick it in my freezer. Um, so just making sure you kind of have some of those on hand. Um, but that is kind of what freezer cooking has looked like for me, is looking like for me. I know this is an area of my kitchen that I could be doing so much better in, but it is an area that I'm tackling and trying to grow in. And so much of what I've shared today actually has come from Jamie Balmay. I've mentioned her before um, over at Finding Joy in Your Home. She had a kitchen collective for a while, and one month she really focused on freezer cooking and tips and tricks and recipes. So that was so helpful. A lot of different things that I shared today, I actually gleaned from her. So thank you, Jamie. You have been a blessing to my home and to my kitchen. Um, but these are just some ways that freezer cooking can help you in your kitchen, in your family, as you're trying to look well to the ways of your household and to serve your family well. So I would love to hear from you guys. Interact with me on social media. Let me know what your favorite freezer cooking meals are. I'll probably be doing some polls and asking. Probably share some of mine um, on there in my weekly email. If you're not subscribed to that, you can do so at nohighercalling.org. You're always welcome to email me at nohighercallingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, I love collecting recipes. So if you have a favorite recipe that you're like, this makes the best dinner and it's easy to freeze, let me know. I'll try to share some of mine with you guys and we will just glean from each other as I think all of us probably have a lot of growth that we could do, especially in the area of our kitchen. I did want to mention one thing before we close out this week's episode is that we are just a few weeks away from Mother's Day, which means my baby is soon to be here. Um, but while that's super exciting for me, everybody else is probably just excited about Mother's Day coming up. So I just wanted to remind you of some of the resources that are on the No Higher Calling store that are perfect for Mother's Day. Whether you ask someone to gift those to you as your Mother's Day gift or you gift them to someone else. Um, things that the Lord has just put on my heart that has blessed my family and home that I've been able to turn into resources to bless your family in your homes. So a couple things just wanted to remind you of that are available on the No Higher Calling store. Um, we have the Hospitality Guide digital download. Um, so that's on there. You can just purchase that and then it will send you the link to the, the digital download PDF. So many ladies have been really loving that, finding that so helpful as they try to implement the ministry of hospitality in their home. Lots of information on you know how to use it as a ministry, tips on how to make it as easy and simple as possible, and then six complete meal plans that I use for hospitality in my home along with four dessert recipes. Um, so that is a great resource. I also have my head-to-toe prayer booklet. So this is a way that I pray for my children head-to-toe, you know, asking the Lord to watch over their minds and their hearts and their bodies and their hands and their feet. This is a beautiful little keepsake journal 
that as I give prayer prompts directly from scripture in these different areas that you can pray for your children, you can also journal your prayer requests for your specific child in this book. Um, So you can do multiple children in one book, but ideally it's designed to have one book per child. There's a little spot in the beginning in the front of the book where you can write their name and just to keep that throughout the years and add different prayer requests as you know children struggle with different things or different things come up in their lives and then I think it'd just be so sweet one day when they're grown to be able to show them and say look this is the way I've been praying for your eyes for all these years for your heart for all of these years this makes a great gift not only for moms but also for grandmas I know uh, my mother-in-law loved this book when I showed it to her And it's such a sweet thing for grandmas to have to keep prayers for their grandchildren. So that's a resource on there. Um, We have the scripture promise cards for labor and birth. So I know birth affirmations are a big thing in the world of pregnant mamas. Um, And I just kept finding so much of it was self-empowerment. You know, self, self, self really is all that I found as I was looking into these birth affirmations. And I thought there is no way that self is going to birth this baby. Um, So I was like, I need the Lord and I need his promises to cling to in a moment where I'm very vulnerable and really where I need strength beyond my capability. Um, So I put together these scripture verse cards. It's a set of 15 cards on the front. It has a scripture promise that you can claim in regards to birth. And then on the back, it has a character trait about God and just a, a, a statement of something that I can claim as a promise about God as I'm giving birth. You can hang those up on your wall when you're giving birth, hang them up in the hospital, wherever you're giving birth, as a reminder through labor to keep your mind and your heart rooted in the truth of Christ. So that's available. And then also under my uh, link up it's not under the shop, it's under the new book, is Great Hymns for Growing Hearts. And I know I've been sharing so much about that on the podcast and social media, but that is a great gift for Mother's Day um, to help mothers teach their children doctrinal truth and the character of God through these great hymns of the faith. So all of that is available. You can find all of that on my website, nohighercalling.org. But I hope that you ladies will take advantage of those different resources, really as we just try to raise this next generation for Christ, put truth in our hearts, into our children's hearts, and really invest in that next generation. That is just a passion that is on my own heart, and that has spilled over into God allowing me to put together some of these resources, and I love nothing more than hearing how those things have been a blessing in your lives and in your homes. So I wanted to give that last little plug. Um, as we are coming up on Mother's Day, they make great gifts to give, great gifts to ask for, and I just pray that all those resources will be a huge blessing to many people. So looking forward to join you ladies next week. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.